Today's episode is brought to you by Kangaroo. Kangaroo was created to ensure that everyone has access to home security. Every product Kangaroo makes start with three questions. Is it simple? Can it be produced at a price that everyone can afford? And is it secure? With Kangaroo, you never pay unnecessary bells and whistles, and you know your data is going to be secure. The Front Door Security Kit is a simple setup with no tools or tech geeks required. Hey, I take offense to that. If you have Wi-Fi and a smartphone, you can use Kangaroo. Go to heykangaroo.com to learn more and start keeping your home safe today. And be sure to use the code RINGDONG, that's R-I-N-G-D-O-N-G, for 20% off any Kangaroo complete subscription order. And welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, we will be telling you, the listener, the 53-man roster for the Carolina Panthers. Yes, projected, of course. This is not the (laughs) official 53-man roster. This is our uh, predictions of what the 53-man roster will be. We have not shared these with each other, so it'll be a little bit of a surprise, hopefully, for us and for you. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk some NFL and Panthers news. Jerry, take it away. Uh, we're going to start, start off with a little bit of a bummer. Uh, former Carolina Panthers and current Washington football team head coach Ron Rivera announced he was diagnosed with cancer, but he will continue to coach while he undergoes treatments. So all our well wishes go out to Ron Rivera. He was a great coach here and great guy for the community. Yeah, yeah, massive bummer. Um, I was was super sad when I saw that. I mean, gosh, think about what Rivera has had to deal with just in the last year. He got fired. He went to Washington. Immediately, the Washington football team, you know, the Redskins' name is under fire. Um, So he has to deal with that. He basically has to be the face of that, right, because Dan Mm -hmm. Snyder wasn't saying anything. Then there was the harassment, uh, you know, the SI report that came out. He has to be the face of that because Dan Snyder's not saying anything. And now he's got cancer. Like, it's just a lot of bad breaks for, uh, for Ron Rivera. And during the pandemic. Let's yeah, and not, yeah, a- not even mentioning what we're all having to go through, you know, uh, with everything going on. So, uh, you know, get well soon, Ron. We, we miss you here and, uh, you know, we're not necessarily going to miss you on the field, I don't think, but we definitely miss your presence in Charlotte. And like you said, great guy, uh, really good coach. Just wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah, and luckily he did say that his doctors were pretty okay with him continuing to coach, that it seems like a very treatable cancer. So, Yeah, it seems like they caught it early, so good so. news on that front. Yep. Moving on, Baltimore Rant. Ravens terminated safety Earl Thomas's contract after a fight in training camp with other safety Chuck Clark. Supposedly, he was having a lot of issues with showing up to practice late, even last year training camp late. I heard one story where earlier this season in training camp, he showed up late because he had to get his car washed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, weird, right? Well, I guess, you know, there's been sort of a 
thought about Earl Thomas for several years now that he's just not a very good locker room guy, not a very good uh, soldier, I guess you yeah. could say, on the on the, uh, on a team. So wherever else he goes, I guess you know, good luck to that team. I he's mean, a hell he's... of a talent. I mean, amazing on the field. Yeah, he made the Pro Bowl, but yeah, he's had some, he's had a rough year. He's you know this fight here. He had the off-field issues earlier where he got caught, you know, by his wife and had his wife pulled a gun on him. So, And then he flipped off Pete Carroll whenever he got carted off his last season in Seattle. So, yeah, he's had a little tumultuous pass. So, yeah. oh, well, I'm sure he's going to get picked up pretty soon. Cowboys, here he comes. Yeah, pretty much. Seems like. Now let's get into the meat of the business. Panthers news. We're going to start off with the Panthers released 2019's fifth round draft pick running back Jordan Scarlett very early in releasing him. Kind of, kind of surprised me. If I didn't know this, I would have put him on my projected 53. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a surprise he got cut. I think it's definitely a surprise he got cut this soon. And I really, I guess he just wasn't showing anything. In mm-hmm. practice, I mean that, that's that's the only they just made room for some of these other folks that they've been bringing in over the last week or so. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, we talked about him in our running back preview. Um, I think you were pretty high on him, you know, making the roster. I I thought it could go either way with him or Davis, uh, but I don't think either one of them us thought that he would get cut this soon. Yeah. Uh, my only guess is he showed up either out of shape or he just didn't act like he wanted to be here because yeah. i mean to get released that early is just surprising the guy had some talent now i was hoping to see it on the field since we really never got to see it but i guess he didn't yeah. want it that's a, that, i mean you know it, a fifth rounder getting released in his second year is not rare by any stretch of the imagination but um you know it, it's it's interesting that's for sure especially considering our backup running back situation here isn't like set in stone or anything you would think mm-hmm. you'd want to keep anybody that has a shot around for the, yeah, at least the entire I, training camp i've heard our backup running back is actually pretty much solidified which we'll talk about in our yeah. projections and maybe it's not who you think no uh panthers also waived hard knock star tight end andrew volert after getting signed last week they also yeah. released david reese yeah, I think Volert was on the team for four days or something, so yeah. I'm not even sure if he counts as a former Panther at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's so weird. And linebacker David Reese, just bottom guy. Uh, Minnesota actually already signed him, so. Yeah. A lot of these guys would just cycle through, right? I mean, yeah. these bottom-of-the-roster guys just cycle in and out. Uh, Panthers signed a nine-year vet linebacker Julian Stanford from Buffalo, who was waived. Um Nine-year vet, I could see him maybe showing some, you know, promise that, hey, he knows what he's going to do, so has an outside chance at making the roster. Yeah, I mean, this is sort of what we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, when I was predicting that we might start signing some veterans toward, you know, that get cut from other teams. Um, This isn't, I didn't really predict this guy, and I don't know that he'll make the team. But uh, I expect to see more of this, just more of these veterans coming in and and sort of helping out the younger guys. I think it's smart. Uh, Panthers signed kicker slash punter Kerr 
Vedvik, and he took all the punting snaps on Tuesday practice. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. You know, this may not be news, I guess. I don't know how many of you have heard this, but apparently Joseph Charlton, the guy from SC that we signed to replace Polardi, has just been shanking him over the wall, uh, you know, at like, you know, straight right over the wall in practice. And he's done it more than once. So that doesn't that doesn't endear you to the coaching staff. No, not at all. And not only that, I was shocked. We gave him a three-year contract, too. So it'll be yeah. interesting how that pans itself out. I, I I'm sure that if we look at the the terms of that deal, it probably won't hurt to cut him. No, it won't. I already looked at it. Yeah. So, but uh, Vedvik is sort of a multi-talented guy. He's a punter and a kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could handle some place kicking duties if you know Sly gets hurt or, or something like that. Or um, struggles. So or or gets COVID, right? I oh mean, yeah. You know, it's it's good to have. You know, we, we talked about it. it's good to have these multi-talented guys on the team that can handle multiple duties just in case they have to fill in. Yeah. Uh, Panthers uh, signed former XFL receiver Cam Phillips. Uh, he used to actually play with PJ Walker and they were a good duo. It'll be interesting if, if he catches on a little bit because of the, that familiarity. Yeah. And Phillips, I believe was the leading XFL receiver. Yeah, which, he was. Remember last year we signed the leading AAF receiver, mm-hmm. and he Rashad didn't make Ross. it out of camp. So, uh, you know, could just be another camp body. Most likely, but yeah. you never know. He doesn't make my final roster. Spoiler alert. Oh, I, he was actually not even signed when I <laughs> did mine. So, we also signed Daryl Stewart Jr., another wide receiver. And some of these guys just may make that practice squad 10-man practice squad this year yeah daryl stewart jr um is a uh, undrafted rookie so i think he was with green bay for a couple months um so yeah you know again roster churn a lot of the end end of the roster churn yep and to sign those two receivers they went ahead and waived cornerback Derek thomas and they placed wide receiver Omar Bayless on IR after knee surgery. After knee surgery, was it that surprising that he went to the IR? He was having a really good camp, you know, was pushing for that last receiver spot. Unfortunate for him. Yeah, and a little surprising that they put him on IR because even though he did have knee surgery, it was described as a minor injury uh, and a minor surgery. So the thought was that he could get back out there in a few weeks. Um, but I don't know. They, I guess they just didn't want to use a roster spot and wanted to lock him down. So yeah, it could, be, could be like the IR to return type deal. And you got to think, too. I mean, the wide receiver room is pretty crowded, and this may be a way to stash him for next yeah. year, let him get that knee completely healthy right. and still be around the team. Yeah. I mean, you know. We, we sort of, uh, well, I sort of made fun of the fact that we were getting a lot of hate for, you know, our uh, skipping Omar Bayless in our wide receiver preview or, or not really talking about him. And uh, he's made me a believer. Like, he would have he made my prediction if he was healthy. So Yeah, 100%. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Bayless 
fan at this point. So yeah, hopefully he comes back next year and is ready to go. I usually try to watch the training camp videos from YouTube, mm-hmm. and hey, it's, he plays a lot bigger than his size, his measurables. I was yeah. really impressed with him, and I agree. I would have had him on my 53 roster without that injury. Matter of fact, before he was placed on IR, I wrote in my notes, Omar Bayless will go to IR to keep him on the team. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good, nice <laughs> nice prediction, predictive uh, skills there. Unfortunately, we can't prove that you did that, so we're just going to have to take your word for it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Why would you lie about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a great <laughs> what prediction. What a silly thing to lie about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it for the news? That is it for the news. We'll go ahead and take a little break, and we'll be right back with our predictions for the 53-man roster. And we're back. So we're going to go ahead and start doing our 53-man roster predictions here. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start off with, I think, the easiest ones to predict. Quarterbacks. Uh, I have Teddy Bridgewater starting. And the only controversy was kind of that backup role. I'm going to give it to Will Greer. I think he wins it. Uh, From all notes from camp, he's looking really good. Not like the guy we saw at the end of last year. And then last, I see P.J. Walker still making the roster. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think this is a no-brainer. You keep three quarterbacks this year for sure. Um, Teddy has obviously signed the big contract. He's the starter. I do have Will Greer as the main backup as well. Um, uh, you know, just been hearing good things out of camp, honestly. Um, yeah. uh, Matt Rule seems to be pleased with Will. Uh, I don't think PJ is playing bad either. So I'm, you know, I, I feel put pretty good about our quarterback room. Yeah. And now let's take a look at the running backs. If you want to go ahead and go through yours. Sure. Um, <clears throat> a little bit of surprise at starter here. I have Trenton Cannon. I'm just kidding. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. He is the starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's the heartbeat of our team. Uh, I've got Mike Davis backing him up. And then I've got Reggie Bonifan also making the team. Just three running backs uh, right now. Um, and let's go ahead and talk fullback, too. I do not have Alex Arma making the team. Hmm. So a little bit of a surprise there. I just don't think the fullback is going to be a part of the offense here. So uh, McCaffrey, Bonifan, Mike Davis, not necessarily in that order. And I am actually agreeing with you. I have McCaffrey obviously starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Davis as the backup. I've I've read that he's basically solidified it already, that there's not really that much of a question anymore, which kind of surprised me with how well Reggie Bonifant filled in last year. But Yeah. And then I have Bonifant's you know, as a third. Now, as fullback, I actually have him, you know, here, Alex Arma, yeah. still on the roster. <clears throat> and, he, and he may make it. Um, I, you know, I know a lot of teams don't have a fullback, and I just figured, um, I don't know. Alex Arma, I think he's a good football player. I just don't know. I just don't know if he has a place on the offense. That's all. So I'm just, I just took a flyer and said no. No, I understand. I think he has some versatility. I think I remember him lining up as tight end a couple times. But mm-hmm. I also think 
we don't have a short yardage back on the roster with McCaffrey, Mike Davis, and Reggie Bonifin. All kind of that stat back, you know, elusive yeah. back, not really a power guy. And maybe they want to keep Arma as that too. So, and I would also just add here that I th- I think that we will end up picking up another running back uh, at some point in the offseason after cuts, uh, and maybe Bonifin is not a guarantee on the roster. Or maybe we run with four. I mean, we probably will run with four. Um, but I think that that fourth could be TBD. All right. Now we're going to move on to the glamour position wide receiver. Uh, I have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson starting, Curtis Samuel in the slot. And then as my fourth receiver, I have Farrell Cooper. I've heard he has had a really good camp. Not only as returner, but he's looked really good as receiver. So I think he has that four spot. Then I have Tommy Lee Lewis making the roster and Seth Roberts as well. Uh, and then in my notes, Omar Bayless to IR. So okay, uh, we're almost chalk here. I went uh, more Anderson Samuel as the starters, uh, obviously. Uh, I did have Farrow Cooper as well, mainly for his return skills. Uh, I did put Tommy Lee Lewis there, but I have uh, Brandon Zilstra as the sixth no, wide receiver. I, th- I thought about him. I've heard he's had a really good camp, and yeah. I've seen him while I watched the training camp, so make some good plays. Yeah, and same here, and that's sort of why. Um, obviously, Keith Kirkwood has been hurt. I, I actually think he would have been in that sixth spot just because of his familiarity with uh, Brady and uh, uh, Bridgewater. I think uh, he had a really good shot at making it. Uh, And then Omar Bayless, I think, probably would have been it had Kirkwood gotten hurt and and Bayless didn't. So uh, Cam Phillips, you know, the guy that we just signed, uh, kind of a wild card. It'll be interesting to see how he fits in in camp. Mm -hmm. But uh, as of right now, you know, same as you, but Zilstra in that sixth spot. And I kind of went with Roberts over to Zilstra just because I think they brought him in. They signed him as a free agent. Mm-hmm. I, that may just tip the scales. He has some playing experience. Yeah. I know Zilstra start, played a couple games for us, but that's, you know, not a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't pick him because of his experience or anything. I just mainly picked him because I think he's been pretty good in camp. And that sixth spot is always a guy, you know, that you just – it almost could be any of them, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. All right, moving on, offensive line. I have Russell Okun, obviously the left tackle. I have Dennis Daly starting left guard. Matt Paradis. Then at right guard, John Miller. Then Taylor Moten. With them being backed up by Greg Little, Michael Schofield, Tyler Larson, Sam Tecklenburg, and Chris Reed. Okay. We're a little different here. Um, I've got a Kung, obviously. A Kung, um, Paradis, and Moten at their respective positions, I think, are locks. Um, I have John Miller at left guard and Daly at right guard. Hmm. But who knows? I think they're both pretty pliable and could switch. Yeah. Um, for the backups, I have Greg Little at tackle. Uh, I've got Brandon Bowen at left guard instead of Tecklenburg. Um, Tyler Lawson, obviously, I think is a must-keep. 
Uh, and then I have Schofield, and then I have Matt Kasky at right tackle. I thought with Sam Tecklenburg being a Baylor guy, I thought that kind of tipped mm-hmm. it in his favor. Um, yeah, I gave the Baylor bump to another guy that we'll talk about here in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the Baylor bump. Yeah. That, I like that. <laughs> All right. Now to your the highest position in your eyes, tight end. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Ian Thomas, I think, is going to be the starter. Uh, although I don't think it's... I don't think he beats out Manhurts. Manhurts is backup. I don't think he beats out Manhurts um, like 100%. I think that it's that is a battle. That is a position battle. Um, and then I I have Tameric Hemingway also on the roster as, a, as the third tight end. I do think that that could change. I think that we will go out and get a tight end, much like the end of the roster running back, I think we'll do the same for tight end and bring in somebody else, a veteran probably. I have Ian Thomas, Chris Manhurts. I have Giovanni Ricci making the roster, but I also have a four spot set to be determined because I think they're going to bring in someone for the tight end position too. I mean, they may drop Ricci and bring in another guy and put Ricci yeah. on the practice squad, <laughs> but I easily see them adding somebody here. Yeah, I think Ricci just doesn't make the roster. Mainly mm-hmm. for spite because of somebody that talked to us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly for spite. Yep. <laughs> All right, move us along. Let's get to the defense. Defense. Let's start off with defensive tackle. I'm going to go KK Short, Derek Brown, Bravian Roy, Bruce Hector, and Zach Kerr. And I could easily also see us bringing in another guy that's waived at the beginning of the season and replacing Hector or Kerr. So I went uh, Derek Brown, KK Short, obviously, and Bravian Roy. He's the, he's the other guy that got the Baylor bump for me. Um, and that's it. That's all I have at DT. Okay, so Kenneth, I there's another player that I'm going to talk about here who's been rumored to being playing defensive tackle too, because mm-hmm. I thought five may be too many with the rumors that he's playing defensive tackle. So let's go ahead and go to our edge rushers. Uh, edge rushers, I've got uh, actually got Stephen Weatherly starting, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Burns starting, obviously. Uh, and then I've got Yeter Grossmatos, mm-hmm. uh, Adrius Taylor as backups, and then Ife Obata in there as well uh, as a backup. I have Brian Burns. Um, I actually put this one out of order. I have Weatherly starting as well, and then mm-hmm. Yeter Grossmatos. Uh, Ife Obata, and he's the player I was talking about that has been playing defensive tackle too mm-hmm. and end. So. Yep. And then I have Marquise Haynes. Okay. Uh, I have Marquise Haynes listed as, as linebacker. linebacker here. so um, I have him more of as, as an edge rusher. So Okay. That's fine. I, I add, add Haynes in there as well for me then, uh, just in that group. Okay. But yeah, I, I had heard the same about Obata, which is sort of why I was pretty thin on tackle. Um, but I would like to see that. 
especially yeah. on pass rushing downs. I think that would be a really good. Supposedly, Obata's had a very, very good camp. So, right, I'm, we know. I'm looking forward to him making the team. Yeah, we all love FA Obata. His story is great. He seems like a really good do- guy, and he looks like whenever he's out there, he can make plays. Yep. All right, linebacker is where I'm slightly thin at. So if you want to go ahead and go with yours, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I actually went a little heavy on linebacker. Um, I got Shaq and Whitehead starting, uh, Jermaine Carter Jr., Andre Smith, and then Jordan Knezic as the fifth linebacker. Um, you, Well, we'll talk about it a little later. But, uh, yeah, so I went five deep in linebacker. I went only four. And, again, Brian Birds could slip back. You know, sure. Marquise Jeremy Chen could play linebacker. I mean, exactly. we've got some some versatility there. Yeah, so I went Shaq Thompson, Tahir Whitehead, uh, Jermaine Carter, and Jordan Kanadzik. Okay. So. Um, Chris Ort has apparently had a fairly good camp as well, so it wouldn't surprise me if he slips in there in, instead of Andre Smith uh, or Kanadzik. Honestly, I think those three are pretty similar. Um, but I love to hear you say Kinesic, so I definitely put him in there. Well, I'm going mostly off what I heard watched last season in preseason yeah. on Kinesic. He looked really good last preseason. He was yeah. flying around, so I'm assuming he's doing the same, but I haven't really heard any notes. So Gotcha. Um, now moving on to cornerback. Uh, starters, Dante Jackson, Eli Apple. I don't not really questioning it that much. Uh, Troy Pride Jr., um, TJ Green, and Stanley Thomas Oliver. Another place where I could see possibly them adding another guy, just as depth. Yeah, um, I'm I'm the same. Um, Jackson Apple as starters. Now, TJ Green supposedly has been playing very well and has lined up with the starters quite a bit at uh, corner and the Eli Apple spot essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, TJ Green also has some safety experience as well. I think he was actually a safety in college, so he could play safety as well. Um, but I have him listed in the in the uh, corner slot here. And then I got our rookies, uh, Oliver Thomas Oliver and Tony Pride Jr. Troy Pride Jr. I always call him Tony. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I've got Cole Luke also. I think he... Uh, He's also gonna end up making the roster. I just I went real deep, real deep on, I went real deep on the positions that I was a little iffy on. And that makes sense. And like I said, a lot of these I'm expecting us to pick somebody up. Sure. Yep. These end of the roster guys, you know, they may make the initial uh, fifty three and then get cut the next day. And like, Stanley Thomas Oliver, I think, makes the roster. I've heard he's had a pretty solid camp. For yeah, I, I've rounder. heard the same. I mean, yeah, I've, I've heard the same about Pride. Um, oh yeah, you know, Pride's definitely he's, making the he's apparently had a very good camp as well. So, all right. Uh, so I guess that just leaves safety, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got. I have Trey Boston and Justin Burris as my starters. Get out of my head. That's who I do too. Jeremy Chin is in there, and and by the way, I think Jeremy Chin is going to be a starter. I don't know if it's at safety, and I don't know if it's at linebacker. And I don't know if it's maybe even at corner or 
edge rusher. <laughs> like, I have no <laughs> idea. I think George, I think uh, Jeremy Chin will start the season at some position. But uh, Justin Burris has had a great camp, and he is very well thought of by uh, Matt Rule. So I've got him as the starter. And then I also have um, Quinn Blanding making the roster. And unfortunately, our XFL friend, Kenny Robinson, I do not have him making the roster. I have Jeremy Chin. Um, again, I agree with you. He's starting. I think he's going to be starting as kind of a joker kind of player. Mm-hmm. That's what Ron Rivera used to call it, like a hybrid linebacker safety position. Yeah. And I think that's what he's going to play. I think, like you said, Burris is having a heck of a camp. So I think they're going to leave him back there. And I have Kenny Robinson playing because Kenny Robinson also offers that versatility of playing corner and playing yeah. safety. So I have him. I don't have Quentin Blanning. Yeah, I've heard that Robinson has had a tough camp uh, and has not really impressed. Hmm. So that's that's why that I, I just I don't know that he makes the roster. I hope he does because, like you said, he's got some versatility. Um, so neither of us have Corn Elder making the team. Oh no, no, no. There's a no corn elder on this roster. So corn elder could does... we get rid of him? Well, here's the question: He doesn't make the initial roster. Is, does he play a game for the Panthers at some point this season? That's almost definitely yes, right? <laughs> like he will at some point be on this team. No, he's going to be on Washington football team at one point this year. Or the Buffalo Bills, or the Washington. No, uh, I think only Washington. I think Ron Rivera. That's where he's going because I don't think Sean McDermott had familiarity with him. I think he came in after McDermott started. True, true. But there is that that Buffalo to Carolina pipeline. Although you know, with Rivera gone, may not may not exist as much anymore. Of course, you still got the GMs. Uh, Well, hell, I mean, even uh, Herney and Bean didn't work together, so. Unless they did when and Herney's previous tenure, which I'm not sure. Yeah, he did. All right. Brandon Bean was here for a long time. Like, supposedly he was being groomed to be the GM. Oh, yeah. And, and I wish he would have. They would have made that move sooner. Uh, you know, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, well, let's move to special teams real quick. I think mm-hmm. both of us have, I would assume both of us have J.J. Jansen as the long snapper. Yeah. I mean, that's he's like, he'll play forever. Um I assume both of us have Joey Sly as the starting place kicker. Yeah, I don't know who else. I mean, yeah. I guess there's can. nobody else really on the roster. Um, I do not have a punter. I think punter is not currently on the roster. I don't think either of these guys make the team as a punter. But if I had to choose, I'd say Vidvik. I picked Vidvik. Yeah. I I wouldn't be that surprised if we go sign somebody and release both of them. I don't like guys. I don't like kickers. Let me let me clarify that. I do not like kickers who can punt and kick because I don't think that they're good enough at either to have f- focused on it. Right. So they they do both, and they're sort of like a gimmicky type player. Oh, I can do both, and then they come into tryouts and they'll you know do some things, but they never really make the team. So, um, I don't like guys like that but if i had to choose i'd say vedvik just because i think charlton is pretty terrible okay uh yeah i mean i agree that charlton 
kicking over the fence a couple times when you're basically given the job. Yeah, Just, embarrassing. Yeah. All you had to do was not kick it over the fence. <laughs> and like, you, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked if Vedvik was gone at the end of the season. Someone else got cut that had a better yeah. punter, you know, competition. Yes. So, do you have anything else for today? Um. Let's see. No, I think that's pretty much it. Um, check out our YouTube channel, everybody. Please like and subscribe. Uh, mash that like and subscribe button. You know, as all the YouTubers say. But uh, definitely do subscribe. Um, Jerry does a great job on that, and you know we're starting to get some traction. There's a lot of uh, conversation on some of these videos. Um, especially recently our quarterback video, lots of discussion on that one. So join the discussion. We, we do respond and, uh, you know, maybe even talk about it on the show. So, uh, check out YouTube, just search for Meow Mix podcast. Yeah. And maybe game manager wasn't the correct term. Maybe dip and dunk, <laughs> man, dip and dunk. Well, I think game manager just has like a negative connotation, right? Uh, but I don't yeah. think you meant it in a negative way. No, it, yeah. not at all. I mean, yeah. there's some really good game managers out there that, you know. Tom Brady is a game manager. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. Like, Tom Brady is a game manager, and he's a great one. You know? Exactly. And t- Teddy Bridgewater, just because we say he's a game manager, and I agree with you, that doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. Like I said, I think I need to say, change it to dip and dunk, and then they'll completely change their mind, even though I'm meaning the exact same thing. I don't know. Then they're going to say, oh, he can still throw it deep. He can throw it deep, which I saw him I actually throw, saw him throw a nice deep ball uh, yesterday. So. so, all right. Well, thank everybody for listening. If you have any questions or comments or have any ideas for the show, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. Please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you're listening now. All right, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week with. Something. We've been talking about several different segments uh, to do before the season starts. So we still need to do our schedule breakdown. We need to do a few things. So we will be back next week, maybe twice, definitely once. But uh, until then, everybody stay safe and keep pounding.